This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's a Joy Law podcast from Jack and Dean on Joy. Joining us live from the studio, she's back, is Broman. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, start of the year. Yes. Oh, it's still going. I'm loving it. <laughs> it's really Play surf, it out. surf's up, kind of like in LA, California. Where are we, the 50s, the 60s? What are we it, doing? I think it's the 50s. Yeah. Late 50s. Very yes. Annette Funicello. Yes. You're in your early 50s. I'm, I'm smack bang on 50, thank you very much. Um, but <laughs> happy hey, New Year. Happy New Year. New Year, new school year. Back to school. <gasps> Back to school. Back to school. And it can get a little bit hard mm. if you are in, um, a, a, if you are co-parenting yes. with someone and the relationship maybe is broken down. True. Yes, yes. So back to school, um, kids will start to go back to school in the next few weeks. So we thought we might um, have a chat about what happens if you're in dispute about um, which school to send your child to uh, and that sort of thing. So hopefully everyone's set for this year. Um, you've got your, your textbooks all done in contact paper or... Contacted, yeah. Yes. <laughs> your Barter Scout's ready to go. All oh. polished, <laughs> or you've charged your iPad or, or whatever it is. But, oh, um, God, the, <laughs> but maybe, maybe your pencil case on the first week and the smell of the rubber uh, of the um, mm. eraser. Oh, yes. And all the little shavings, like shavings, shavings that would end up in the yes. bottom of that. Yeah. Your HBs. Well, look, <laughs> yes. oh. Hopefully that's all sorted for this year. But just in case uh, you have any questions or if this is a matter that comes up for you in future years, um, the first thing that you need to think about for schooling is that decisions about schooling are a matter of parental responsibility. So we've talked about parental responsibility before, Mm -hmm. but as a refresher, um, parental responsibility are all those duties, powers, responsibilities and authorities which parents have under law in relation to children. And there's a presumption that both parents share parental responsibility equally um, unless there's been... Um, unless there's a reason why they shouldn't, which could be child abuse or family violence, mm. um, or that presumption can be displaced by a court order um, or agreement between the parties. Um, so the court can actually order that um, instead of sharing parental responsibility equally, um, one person's parental responsibility is limited, and that can be about everything, all decisions relating to a child, or specific things like schooling. Um, so if you have sole parental responsibility for your child in relation to schooling matters, then you can make all those decisions without having to consult with the other party. But if you're in the case of most people where you share parental responsibility, you do have to consult with one another about these important things and, and, and reach agreement and together. And I imagine that's uh, separate to the fact of where the child lives. If, if the child might live with one yes. parent for yes. more days of the week than the other parent? Absolutely. So it doesn't e- necessarily mean that parent has greater rights? No, no, it doesn't. So equal shared parental responsibility is quite different to equal shared care. Mm-hmm. So if you have equal shared parental responsibility, which most people do, yep. um, the court is required to consider where an equal shared care arrangement, so equal time, is in the best interest of the child. So that's something they have to look at. Um, but it doesn't mean that that's what's the what what the court will automatically order. You you know, generally we see uh, children spending most of their time with a primary carer and a bit less time w- with the other parent. Yes. But that doesn't mean that the other parent has any less of a say about where the child goes to school, unless there has been an order sort of restricting their parental responsibility. Um, but there are sort of different factors that 
come up there. You've sort of hit the nail on the head when you have separated parents and the kid, you know, may live most of the time with one parent but less time with another. Um, You know, we start to get into the issues of the practicalities around schooling and how to pick a school when you're sort of living between two homes. And it makes it gets even more complicated if you then enter into another relationship um, or you have kids from a, a previous relationship. Yeah. I mean, you, you give an the example there of one child, two parents. But it yes. could be multiple parents and it could be multiple children. Yeah, blended families. Multiple, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. See, yeah, we see that often and um, it often is desirable, at least from one party's perspective, to have all of the children going to one school. That's less drop-offs. Oh, that's drop-offs, siblings, yes. you know, mm. being together at the one school. That's beneficial. Um, but you know, the other party might have different ideas. They might prefer a different school. They might um, think that the school that the other kids are going to isn't going to meet the needs of, of, you know, their child, the child that they, you know, yes. share with you. So, yeah, that can definitely be an area of tension. Oh. And changing schools, um, you know, is oh. not a small matter. So it, it oh, often is something hard. that we, yeah, see come up in, in, in a dispute. Um, it might have been something that you agreed to while you were still together, um, but circumstances change once once you separate, and it may be that you know the other party doesn't agree anymore. Yeah. Um, so look, what we say is, if you find yourself in that situation, if if you've got your heart set on one school for your child or your children. Um, Get in early, do your research um, about the school, talk to the principal, go on, you know, go on a tour, have a think about the reasons why you think that school would be so suited to your child so that you can make that case to the other parent. You know, talk to them, see if yes. you can reach agreement. Um, if, you, if you can't, um, then that's where you may need to get some help from, from a lawyer. Um, or you can go to mediation or, or something like that. And does um, the child get a say in what school they're sent to? I guess it depends on the age of the kid, yeah? Yeah, mm. so it depends on the age and maturity of the child. It, it really depends on lots of other factors as well. So Space camp. <laughs> That's where I want to go. Texas vote. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so there, there are numerous factors. So let's just say if you couldn't reach agreement... Um, you know, as parents, and you did have to go to court over something like this, um, the child's views are given some weight. That's one of the factors that the court takes into consideration, but it does depend on the age and maturity of the child. The court will also look at, you know, lots of other things, like what would be in the the child's best interest, which we've also talked about that before. That's, um, you know, will the child still be able to have a meaningful relationship with both parents, you know, depending on what school they go to? Will they be protected from harm? Have the parents been doing everything that they need to do to take care of the child financially, emotionally, all the rest of that sort of stuff? They'll look at how close the child is to each of the proposed schools, you know, because that translates to a commute in a lot of times and it may be, you know, too much for a child. Um, the effect on a child having to change schools if that's part of the equation. So, you know, whether or not that's going to be far too disruptive. Um, these are all sort of things that the court will look at. They'll also look at, you know, really practical things. I mean, you know, what what school zones are we talking about? What, what's the cost? I mean, if you're looking at private school or one party wants private school but neither party can afford it, a court's not going to force you to go there. So... I don't have children. Um, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I, I think of trams and I think, you know, well, trains, and there's zone one and there's zone two. Mm. That seems binary. That seems easy to me. I used to be in zone three, <laughs> but keep going. But no, but no more. Now, it used to be three, now it's two. Keep it nice and simple. But with school zones, you can live on mm. this side of the road. Mm-hmm and not go yeah. to school which is actually closer to you because you're on the wrong oh, side of the road. I didn't even yeah. realise that. I mean, why would I? We talk about this in the lunchroom at work. It's quite, yeah. quite complex. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. An algorithm about where you live mm. on what side of streets and that where you live. That also reminds yeah. me of the movie The Mighty Ducks because Adam Banks was just past the... Doesn't just matter, keep on going. on the wrong side of the tracks. He was. Um, keep going. Yeah, pretty so in pink. <laughs> she was on the wrong side of the tracks as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It could be any hockey? number of 80s or 90s movies really. Could it though? 
children. Those are some very yeah concrete, yes. um, practical considerations, and, and that's you know governed not by the court. I mean, the court doesn't set um, the zones or anything like that. So it's it's probably more for those other factors around. Okay, once we know what the you know which schools the child is eligible to attend, yes, you know what then is going to be best for the child, and that doesn't mean the school is going to go into a detailed analysis of what school is better than what. That's mm. not the court's job. Uh, it's just there to weigh up the, the different factors around how it's going to affect the child and the child's relationship with the parents um, and other significant, you know, members of their family and make a decision from there. Um, and hopefully, you know, both parents can respect that. They, they keep out of the fray, um, you, you know, if you get orders, you should give a copy of the orders to the school um, so that the school can just focus on educating the children and not getting into any conflict between the parents. How long does it take this to go through the courts? Like anything. Um, it take a while. It depends on the circumstances. Yeah. So you can attempt to bring an urgent application um, for an order to have a child attend a, a certain school. Um, and that's what we saw a lot of when we came back from the Christmas break. Um, oh, getting in for the beginning of the school year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh. So that's leaving it, you know quite late that's yeah. getting in you know really under the wire um but sometimes those situations arise otherwise if it's just part of normal parenting proceedings and let's say it's you know mid-year and you're talking about wanting to change the child's school for the next year and it's you know it will just take the ordinary course of litigation which in in our case in family law proceedings um interim issues can be sorted out you know within a number of months depending on the oh, course months. availability wow. okay. but final issues can often take something like you know 12 years to 18 months to get to a final hearing so it just Gosh. depends which of those sort of yes. categories you fall into so what i'm getting from this don't have children <laughs> I don't, I don't know that that's the advice, but just... Um, I, just, for, just for me. <laughs> no, but ha have a think about the schooling. Yeah. Try to have a think about it early. Talk about it with your partner. Try to protect the child from conflict. And if you if you can't, if you really find it's it's too difficult, come and see a lawyer and we'll sort it out. And if we have to go to court, then we can explain what that's all about. And how do we get more information? You can visit KHQ's website if you would like to know further information. You can get on the phone to us at any time. Um, I believe our details will hopefully be associated with Joy on your website. And so we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll be podcasting the show. You can find the details of how to contact KHQ lawyers for any advice um, yes. from there. Which is joy.org.au. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Bronwyn. We Thank look forward you. to speaking with someone from the team from KHQ Lawyers again, same time next week. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.